Lords of Grantham podcast. We covered The Crown, Season 2, Episode 6. In that episode, we found out that the Duke of Windsor, David, he's a he's a Nazi, or Nazi-adjacent at least, and he's a bad dude, and he, he got excommunicated from the family, so we'll probably never, we'll probably never see him again. Um, and also, Billy Graham came to visit. He had a good old time, you know, preaching to Elizabeth and, and talking with her, and, uh, she, she learned a thing or two about him, and they became friends. And, you know, we'll follow up on that, maybe, uh, this week and more on the Lords of Grantham podcast. We're back. It is The Crown Season 2, Episode 7. Yes. Matrimonium. Matrimonium. What a what an episode. Yeah, and, and we'll talk about that. Uh, Dave, how are you doing? I'm, I'm living. I'm still here. <laughs> okay. I mean, we made it another week under under the pandemic. Here. How about you? How is, how is, how is New York treating Corey? Um, it, you know... <laughs> the same. I'm okay. I'm hanging in there. I guess I'm keeping it keeping it positive. Weather is nicer. Weather's been good this week. That's true. No need for the AC, which is mm. good and bad. No, I, I need that AC. I like to think I don't need it, but then I wake up in a hot sweat in the middle of the night, and it's like, no, <laughs> who am I kidding here? Well, you gotta, you gotta get a fan. No, 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 no. I, I need. I, when you sweat like me, we don't need to get into this too early in the podcast, but. For me, I, you know. Oh, yeah, I'll save that for later in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, when people tune out. <laughs> um, but there is news on, on The Crown for us to talk about this week. Oh, and what is that? Well, shortly after we, we signed off last week, it was announced that uh, Jonathan Price will portray Prince Philip in the last two seasons of The Crown of seasons five and six. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave, do you have any reactions to Jonathan Price? You, you know him from Game of Thrones as the the sparrow, who, you know, who uh, served no purpose on that show. I, I think largely for a couple seasons. That that like priest character who just yeah. gets wiped out. Yep. Yeah. Spoilers for Game of Thrones. Don't need to watch it at that point. But uh, yeah, I mean, Prince Philip is like a a living lizard man. Prince, so, but Jonathan Price looks nothing like a lizard man. Like my my instant reaction was like he looks absolutely nothing like Prince Phil. I mean, I guess so. I guess I, I mean I agree. But and Jonathan Price, I don't think he's that tall. I had to Google search. He's like six foot. I think that's being charitable because when you look at Matt Smith, his Google says he's six foot two, but six foot. But he also looks I think a lot taller than six foot I, I just don't see how Jonathan Price is as tall you're telling me Prince Phil is going to look smaller the older he gets he still looks like a gargantuan I mean he does hunch he, he, he's he got a hunch he's going to have a heck of a hunch with uh, with Jonathan Price playing him I'll, I'll tell you that much maybe they'll do a little prosthetic work or wig work or something to make him look a little better they're going to need to do something about his eyebrows wait Prince Phil's only 6 foot according to um, that's wise he, he, he's, he's got to be taller he probably was taller, but he's he's old. He's he's shriveling up. All right. Well, he's got those uh, those eyebrows. They they really got to work. He's on disappearing. Those. Yeah. He's got to. She just hired Defoe to play him. Why Defoe? He's not even British. He <laughs> looks menacing enough. Doesn't matter. He just... Okay. All right. 
Um, they they already had Churchill was was Lithgow. That's, He's not that a Brit. Is fair. That is fair. Um, they also announced who would be playing Princess Diana. It is mm-hmm. uh, Elizabeth Debicki, and I'm not sure if you've seen her in anything, Dave. I have not. As far as I mean, I might have, but she's never jumped out at me. I always tell people to to watch Widows when I have a chance, and this is my my chance to say, you know, watch Widows. She's great in that movie. Is that still on HBO? Maybe. It's somewhere. It's I can't recommend that movie enough. But uh, I I wanted to watch that, but I forget what stopped me. Yeah, uh, she's probably just timing. She's a ringer for Princess Die. Uh, I I can see the resemblance. You want to talk about height though? She is six foot three in real life. Uh, wow, Elizabeth, that's taller. Like, that's taller than Prince Phil. There's entire social With? media th- threads dedicated to her height and how disproportionately taller she is than <laughs> the person next to her. Uh, wow, Prince- is it like uh, you ever, you ever see those like interviews in wrestling when they want the small guys to look tall, so they have the taller guys like spread their legs? Oh yeah, yeah. They 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 sit with a lower base to the ground to make the other person look uh, taller. <laughs> Maybe it'll be like that, or like the the classic Lord of the Rings thing with with um, Elijah Wood like six feet behind Ian McKellen mm-hmm. using uh, tricks of the eye. Maybe oh, it'll yeah. do that. Maybe, uh, but to her credit, uh, Princess Di was five ten, so she wasn't a short person either. Yeah, do they have um, Prince Charles cast yet? Prince Charles is 5'10", also. No, I mean, is he cast? Do we have an actor? Oh, no, I don't know who Prince Charles is uh, for that season. But we still... So so are these people coming in next season? Uh, season 5, yes, whenever that comes in. Oh, they did announce someone? For, no, they haven't. They, no, they're, they're speculating who's going to be cast for season 5 uh, for, for Prince Charles still. So uh, there's... St- did they shoot season four? Yeah, and I, I imagine they're rendering it for the end of the year release. So the order of release was um, 2016 was the first season, 2017 was the second season. They took a year off. 2019, they released the third season. This year, they're releasing the fourth one. Presumably, they may take the next year off, 2020, to then release in 2021 and 22, five and six, I guess, if they want to follow that same pattern. Oh boy! Very confusing. We're in for a, we got a, a long time left. Well, at least we know we can pump the brakes a little bit if uh, there's going to be years in between, and if this show still retains its popularity. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, and also, yeah, Elizabeth Debicki. I don't think she's English either. I think she's Australian. Oh, she's from that penal colony. <laughs> so maybe our friend Estelle is a fan of hers or is more aware of her. I mean, you can't just assume someone from that country is a fan of someone else from that country. She is Australian, yeah. You're not a fan of every American ar- artist? No. <laughs> you don't like you don't like uh I don't know, who's you don't like Kid Rock? No, I don't. I don't not particularly. <laughs> no, that's it. I thought all Americans it's, like Kid Rock. It's like you assuming Dave that every Australian is a fan of Keith Urban. <laughs> not everyone's a fan of I su- I assume that. <laughs> you assume everyone's a fan of Keith Urban. Well, I assume they're all fans of ACDC Just like, because I. You, or you do you assume they're fans of Mel Gibson too? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, enough of this talk. Uh, I think it's time to get to um, the Crown. <laughs> Se- yeah. Season two, episode seven. What an episode! <laughs> Another kind of straight shot of of Margaret and Tony. Yeah. Uh, this is a this is a one one trick pony of an episode, and it's one one real fancy trick. It's it's scandalous. Okay, you know as much as they they teased uh, Prince Phil's butt in past episodes, they went all the way this episode. This was jarring. Was not prepared at all for any of this. As as a uh, as someone that did freak out over a, a butt and then 
something like uh like Tom Branson's abs and Mr. Bates' shoulder. They they don't Just stop. Like, we're <laughs> don't we're stop prude boys episode. here. No, and the camera lingers as if like you thought your eyes missed it. No, we got it. <laughs> it's like well, all right. Uh, I was. I not- feel like this sh- this show in general in in historical historical dramas. Mm-hmm. Are kind of like you could watch this with your grandma kind of shows. Well, that's that's the surprise. And this thing is, is a hoochie mama. There's, yeah. I mean, that's their. I, I imagine they're the crowd they're catering to is you know people who are in the history, older folks who kind of remember some of these times maybe. And you could you I can just hear old older folks you know watching this episode and just declaring it smut you know or or, or oh yeah thinking that that Tony is a is a is a dirty man which I mean they may not be wrong about that. That's true. That's true. Absolutely true. Well, let's let's get into the the meat of the episode then. Uh, no pun intended. Yeah, it's. Uh, um, we start in Brussels. Nineteen fifty nine August. Uh, the church bells are ringing, but no one's married yet. Who do, who do we see? No. in bed. I I couldn't even understand who it was we were looking at at first. It's Peter. Looking a lot younger all of a sudden. And a lot leaner. Well, he looked looking real jack, baby. He's like, he just gets up out of bed. And he's like, I've been doing push-ups, waiting for these two minutes. I'm in this episode all year. Well, he has to because spoiler alert: he's dating a 19 year old, <laughs> engaged to a 19 year old. That's some questionable questionable ethics for Mister Townsend. How old is uh, Peter Townsend by that point? Old is the answer. I don't even know a number, he, but the, wasn't that already the old. thing they already told Margaret that he was too old for her? Uh, yeah, at that point he is forty-five. Good God, and you're dating a nineteen creep, <laughs> creep. That's weird, man. Yeah, date someone close to your age, not a teenager. Uh, well, and, and and they try to make the case. This like, is this is years removed from Margaret. It's like ten years after Margaret. Yeah, yeah. So so she was twenty-four, and he was what? So he would have been thirty-four. Yeah, so, so it was ten years, something like that. Something, yeah, not quite as dramatic, but this a is a little like, more negligible, but uh, not, not still not a great look. No, he's encroaching on Leonardo DiCaprio territory here, you know. Where he's, he's a little predatory. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, but all right, Pete Townsend, like he says, it was his secretary. So you know they had they were together for so many close hours, and as one great. does, you just fall for the secretary. Come on, man, <laughs> you're about to marry a princess. Now you're marrying your secretary downgrade well i mean his life kind of stunk oh being a, a divorcee yeah with a deadbeat dad that's true maybe the government sent him away maybe it takes like a, a young girl to shake him out of that whole thing yeah like it's funny because we hear that the mike's family mm-hmm. like said like hey this show is not doing justice to what our father did yeah whereas i feel like the townsends we i'm sure we would have heard if the townsends were like hey Peter was a decent man. Now, like, it seems like he kind of goes to Brussels and bye-bye family. Well, was it? I can't remember where he was stationed for that year he was gone. Was it in Brussels, or was he just away, and then he wound up in Brussels? He was away. Either mm. way, regardless of, of wherever, it, it's kind of irrelevant, because he's far away from his children, who are probably adults at this point. Mm-hmm. Probably as old as his secretary. Yeah. Uh... So, she's still, but it cross cuts to Margaret alone on her bed, uh, and you know we know she's got something going on with Tony, and and she does have something going on with Tony. 
but we oh. we get her get, getting a letter though from Peter informing her of what's going on. Yeah, and we see her little morning cocktail of a uh, couple Alka Seltzers to clear her head. Mm-hmm. So it seems like her lifestyle is pretty much catered to still. Yeah, like it's it's. Well, I mean, she's also. I mean, I think she t- takes a couple two or three Alka Seltzers to deal with the fact that you know they had promised themselves to each other, or they wouldn't get married to anyone else as long as they lived. You know. And now well, the Alka-Seltzer is on the plate before the letter shows up. Oh, that's so right. I think it's uh, well, we, I think it has more to do with uh, how she spent the night before. We did see that she she'd been drinking a, an episode or two episode or two ago. Uh, so, anyways, though she she's not too keen on all that information. She thought they were just going to ride or die, even if they weren't together. Uh, yeah, I guess they they, they had their marriage pact. Yeah, which. Really seems silly because it, kind of, it kind of seems like the thing you'd give up after you're younger and realize, oh no, there's going to be other people in my life. <laughs> and it, it seems like the kind of thing Peter Townsend would not promise to a, a princess in her mid twenties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what is uh what, what does Tony say about Peter when she tells him about him? Uh, he kind of makes fun of him, right? I didn't write down the cap- exact quote. Captain Boar, that he probably he's a pajama man who wears pajamas to bed, which. I don't see how wearing pajamas to bed makes you a bore, but uh, sure. In the 50s, too? Because isn't the sort of stereotypical 50s the sort of button-up pajama era? Yeah. I mean, today, if you wear pajamas to bed, maybe you are boring. But back then, I don't see how that's boring. I feel like that's... that's... Your, sleep, your sleepwear doesn't dictate what kind of person you are. No. Whatever, whatever you're comfy in. If that, if that is boring to you, what makes, you comf- comf- what makes me comfortable? I don't want to know you. If, if, <laughs> you know? if comfort's boring... You're no friend of mine. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I'm no friend of the Lord to grant them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, not to say that I'm a pajama man either. I, I I like to wear I wear exercise gear when I go to sleep. I don't know why. That's just me. It's athleisure, man. It's athleisure. Thank you. If that's boring, I don't know. I feel attacked all of a sudden. I don't know why. On this guy from the '50s who probably didn't even say this is all. No, but you agree. Right. You agree with with Tony, Tony whatever Armstrong Jones or whatever his name is. You're on his side. You you are not sleeping in pajamas. No, because because I also just like like to get up out of bed and just like go in the morning and have something that you know I'm active in. Anyways, enough about us. Uh, so this leads to to her to ask him about you know marriage in her own roundabout way. Um, he's like, no, don't. <laughs> Not gonna do it. Yeah, he's he's like Peter hasn't found happiness. He's found marriage because he doesn't believe in it really. Um, the only way he'd get married if it, if if they were to violate every vow of marriage. I don't even know all the vows of marriage. I don't even. It just sounds freaky. And then as we found out in this episode, oh no, I, I get what he means. Dude, dude is a freak elite. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Um. But how, so after 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 this scene, we well, go well, to how does, meet, we meet. Well, how's Margaret react to that that news of him not wanting to be down for marriage? She's like frustrated by it, right? Yeah, she like, walks out. She doesn't even stick yeah, around to yeah, attend she, his she, uh, oh, gallery. Oh yeah, because oh, it, it's his gallery opening, mm-hmm. and then and then we cut to but him. We get him also just like kind of like smiling as she's like attacked by all these photographers. Like he he kind of like likes to see her like under duress of all these these paps coming after her in a weird way. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he is at one point was kind of when we met him, he was kind of in that situation, driving mm-hmm. a motorcycle to a fancy wedding. Yeah. Not to say he is a paparazzo, but he is a uh, 
he seemed he, he's a bit of a masochist i think really i mean he, i think he kind of likes getting pushed around i think she's one of the only people in his life that really pushes him a bit and then we see i think he just his likes, mother's I, kind of I, that I, way too i think he likes to see a little bit of the, the royalty get some of their just desserts for the life that they live i think that's what it's kind of playing into a little bit because okay. he still sees himself so, out, as an it's a little henry around. talbot adjacent yeah sure or Tom Branson, you know that sort of. We exactly. need those Tom characters Branson in these Jason, things. That's what it is. So we see him go out to dinner, and he's got a portfolio of his newspaper clippings. And we, oh, who's this going to be? Is he going to sh- shove it in Margaret's face? But no, it's his mother. Right. Who at first, just looking at her, I thought it could be like a lover or or like a, or some like a sister. This show has nope. the Crown really struggles with casting people as mothers because they just cast people who are like five years older than than the actor and be like, that's their mom, yep. and it's like. Is it? Okay, you need to tell me that that's their mom, because they don't look it. Oh, mama. <laughs> yeah, and they are they get to talking about getting married, and he says, uh, Mom says, she turned you down, and he said, no, the other way around. I turned her down. <laughs> yeah, and he kind of smiles about it, too. Like, it really plays into, like, you know, look at me. I, I have a bit of the power. I got the juice. It's- who does this man think he is? Well, I mean, I guess we find yeah, out. Yeah, who would you be to turn on Princess Margaret? Um, apparently, his uh, his gallery was well reviewed, though only the, only the Times was a naysayer. Now, I, I wasn't sure what to take from that because Mom was like, "I read the Times," and he was like, "That's the only bad one. Here are all the good ones." So maybe it was more middling, and he just hand selected the best I ones. Think it, I don't know. It's, it's a, little, a small piece commentary on the on their relationship, where obviously it's fraught between those two and. To her, mm-hmm. the Times is the only one that matters. But to him, it's like, well, there's all these other ones. So why, you know, go down that road? You know that you're so choosing to go down. Hmm. But how does he? How does he kind of blow off his steam, though? <laughs> Tony, 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 Tony. Jackie Chan. That is right. World famous. Uh, martial arts star Jackie Chan is his lover. Yeah, but, but I find it interesting they, they got a female to play play him though though they, <laughs> to play Jackie Chan. It was not he would have been Jackie. a little he would have been a little boy. It would have been like Peter Townsend but weirder. Wait, you're telling me it's not the it's Jackie just, Chan? It's not the Jackie. Chan. It must be Jackie Chan's. I mean, cousin. We, we watched that show Jackie Chan Adventures as a kid. <laughs> this wasn't one of the adventures. No, this this was <laughs> might as well have been Jackie. Um, no, I'm playing dumb. There's actually a person who exists named Jackie Chan, J A C Q U I Chan, and they kind of dismiss her as like a, a a dancer in this episode. She's actually an actress. She's been in several. Yeah, things. I think they they say like. Model, you know, she gets yeah, the model, sort of but she's not a model. beautiful she, woman label of like, oh, she's done this, this, and this. Yeah, no, she's uh, she, she's actually has some clout to her. She, she's well known in theater and, and stage, uh, and movies. But um, this is where it goes down. This is where it's like, wait, what am I watching? This is this the Crown still? Yeah, the, apparently the the Crown goes to Pound Town uh, this episode, and. Uh, it's gra- a hard R. It's graphic. Like he, like not to. Get, it keeps going. <laughs> it really does go on way too, a minute too long. Like, did we need to see? 
he literally shoves his face in her butt at one time. Not to, to like offend our <laughs> listeners. He, this happens in the episode. He shoves his butt in her face at one point and then just turns her around and starts kissing her. It's like, you just had your face in her butt, man. This is not, this is not sanitary. Again, this is a show that people like talk to their grandparents about. <laughs> and you know how many women out there are fiending for, for Matthew Good. I posted on our Instagram a couple weeks ago when it was the episode of when he was introduced. Just comments from a couple women saying like, oh, Matthew Good, people... People are attracted to him, and they are just—it's the, the good life. They're getting what they they want in this episode with him. Although they don't really show much of his his butt, it's, it's more so the, the the women he's with. He, it's in his contract. <laughs> you see his hips. A lot of hips. A lot of hip action. <laughs> real, real working working those out. Um. Funny thing though, uh, Jackie Chan is still alive in real life, and they asked her about this scene, and uh, she says. Oh, I, I presume they, they had me on the stairs in that, that episode. It would have been more on the, the kitchen counter. So there you go. It wouldn't have been okay. as, as vertical. Um, Again, the crown twisting, twisting reality. <laughs> twisting the important facts. <laughs> we need to know how it went down with Jackie Chan <laughs> and Tony Armstrong. Um, and also, uh, the show kind of lingers on her being moving on from him and disappointed. It, it, I don't think it was as, as much of a thing for her. I think it was more of a fling. <laughs> um but, yeah, I feel like um, she she is inconsequential aside from being a statistic, right? And, and you a, know, a notable name. That's why they keep referring back. Yeah. to Yeah, but that's not the only person he's hooking up with. Oh no, it's a couple, two or three again. It, it's he's in a he's in it's a the, threesome. It's the, the ultimate scene. twist <laughs> of of uh, of expectancy for the heterosexual crowd. Yeah, you know, we 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 see him with another woman, a blonde this time. And then a man's butt walks across the screen. We don't even see who he is. It's, it's like Walk a, Hard. Yeah, just like the movie Walk Hard. It's just a, another man is there. And they're just like, sup? <laughs> we just did it again. And he, they're just like chit-chatting. Just and, hanging and out. Buff. <laughs> yeah, just hanging out as you do. And it's like, you guys should probably change those sheets or something. You know, just all three of you in there. Yeah, that's 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 a lot to think about. <laughs> that's the crown. Um so this 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 man is a, I guess you know all things considered very progressive. Absolutely, I mean if if he if he did not end the episode narratively where he did, I'd say, good on you, Tony Armstrong Jones or whatever his name is. The get while getting's good, man. Yeah, but in the fifties, like cool, dude. Do you be proud of yourself? Yeah, but, but not when you're trying to be monogamous because. Well, so spoiler uh, alert. Well, well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, we will. We'll get to. Uh, yeah, there's like one scene between but, it. But the the woman Camilla Fry is actually encouraging him to, you know, marry Princess Margaret. She's saying like, you know, you should you should lock it down. Like, what do you got? I'm already married to this other guy you hooked up with here, right next to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. You need to get your own, and then we can have four. <laughs> then you get another person. We can make it five. <laughs> we got ja- we got Jackie Chan. <laughs> yeah, we got Uncle. Just keep keep multiplying. Um, but no, no. So immediately following that scene, he gets on his motorcycle, he gets on his hog and, uh, we see, uh, Queen Mama watching TV. Looking, looking young as ever <laughs> again. And the motorcycle pulls up outside the palace and he, he's revving it up to make sure everyone knows he's there. Like the bad boy he is. And yeah. it's back to him doing business again for like the third scene in a row with Margaret. <laughs> Yep, no, no gratuitous nudity in this sequence, though. No. Vanessa Kirby said, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, got a contract." 
<laughs> you got my back and my shoulder last time. That's his. That's it. Well, what an interesting way it plays out too, because they're like attacking each other, like trying to pull their clothes off, but one's like backing away and the other one's back away, and it's just like back and forth, and it's like, I mean, it's kind of, the clothes are coming off either which way. You guys are just kind of just doing a tango here. Uh, but there's some boxes he wants to sort through. Yeah, and it's a real, real uh, rigmarole, if you will, of rigmarole. It's a, <laughs> a box with a like another box in it mache. filled with film. Yeah, a uh, film. Yeah, and then it, and then another box, and then a jewelry box, and then a jewelry box in the jewelry box, and then she's and just holding an empty box by the end of it, right? Yeah. Or is there no, well, no, there's a there's a there's a uh, a ring with a red gem. It's not pretty, even a diamond. Pretty nice ring. Pretty nice. Tony can't even get a diamond. He can't even go by the the standards. No, and he he won't even get on the knees. And why won't he get it on his knees, Dave? The chafe from from effing you, as he says. <laughs> <laughs> and then he. This is a filthy episode. <laughs> right. He says, "Marry me." Afterwards, he even say, "Will you marry me?" He just says, "Marry me," like a command. And then they do it again. <laughs> they just yep. keep it going. Um, he just asks her one thing, Dave. And what's that one thing he asked her to do? Don't bore me. I mean, she's a princess. You said that to a princess. Yeah, like who yeah. the who the well, heck are you? Yeah, there's nothing special about you, dude. You took pictures of Lawrence Olivier once. Cool story, bro. Don't care. We we shook hands yeah, with well, Mosley. Yeah, guess do people what? care if we shook hands with Mosley? No. <laughs> we yeah. all, we all I mean, cool I hope stories. our fans do. <laughs> yeah, I hope our fans do, but we all got cool stories. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, and and let's, let's Margaret's uncle hung out with Hitler. Like, who, who's to say what you have done is more important than what yeah. these other people have done? Mm-hmm. And she just uh, she just want, just want to be hurt. That's all she wants. And uh, yeah, no. Ma- imagine like sitting with your your grandmother your mother your your you know your family you just finished watching an hour of this character who you're supposed to love finding out he's a nazi sympathizer who hung out with adolf hitler well i don't think and you're supposed you're like, to love him and well i think you're supposed to have sympathy for him and think he's a, a, a likable character prior to the last episode okay and then you sit you get to the credits you're like oh, okay let's get to the next episode we'll put this in the past and it's this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of work going on in this episode. A lot of work. Um, mm-hmm. And so Margaret goes to see the queen and she she says, I, I have a bit of bad news for you. Oh, yeah. And, and what's that? She's bad? ashing her cigarette into the into the plants the whole time, uh-huh. too. Because she's just going to lay, lay it down what she's always wanted to say. She's... Going to get married. Yep. And she keeps saying, like, I don't want you pulling what you pulled last time. Yeah, I'm going to do this no matter what you say. And the queen's like, I'm down. Yeah, whatever. Get married. She's like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to stop you. Yeah, nothing's going to get in the way, you know. And and she stresses, like, this ha- announcement has to come first because Peter's about to announce that he's going to marry a 19-year-old. You know how bad that'll look for me? Yeah. So. But. Yeah, Dean's got some more bad news for for Elizabeth. It's just like two perpetual things of like, well, guess what, Elizabeth? There, there's some other news you need to contend with. I mean, she's not, you know. I don't know if you call it bad news. No, it's not bad news that her sister's getting married, but uh, Dean says, you know, there, there's a bit of a problem. You got. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, don't say, 
don't say that the Liz is the Queen Elizabeth's news is bad. No. Queen Elizabeth's news is is a nice affirmation that things are getting better with her and Phil. Yeah, she's pregnant again out of nowhere. She, she's expecting. I did not. I did not realize she was going to be expecting it, even though they, these people exist in real life. Yeah, <laughs> us Americans and our ignorance. Yeah. So she's going to have another baby, and uh, didn't need a bunch of sex scenes to see that, you know. No, it, the work just got done. <laughs> well, look, they they paid Matthew good, and he's like, "Hey, this is what I want." They wouldn't let me do this in Downton Abbey. <laughs> they wouldn't let me do this in the Guernsey Literary Potato Peel Society. I just want to get down. <laughs> let me be a freak. And, and look, look, I live in New York, and my apartment doesn't have uh, much lighting, so I, I have my windows open to to get lighting on, so people can see in my window and see what's going on in this apartment all the time. And I don't want them thinking I'm just watching smut on my TV like a like a pervert or something like that. And that's what the crown made me look like. If anyone's looking in my apartment watching this, they're like, what is that guy doing? What a, what a, he's a, he's a, he's a freak like Matthew Good. Exactly. Like Tony, Tony Armstrong. That's exactly what they thought. Uh, so anyways, back to this. But this pregnancy is stopping the announcement because we can't go having two massive announcements interfering with each other as far as headlines as far as the importance so mm-hmm. which queen elizabeth says you you gotta wait did this make any sense to you dave i think it did I, you can see why elizabeth kind of just has to go with the like with peter townsend she didn't want margaret with him uh-huh. she she didn't accept it and you could tell that she was trying to sabotage it with this she's like look it's not my call you see nadine he doesn't have a mustache anymore but at the same time it doesn't make any sense to me. Look, I understand you're pregnant. You could literally just give your sister a week to say, I'm getting married, and then wait a week to tell everyone you're pregnant. Instead, it's like, no, i got to tell people I'm pregnant right now. Sorry, you're going to have to wait on that wedding announcement. Why don't Six you... months. Yeah. It's like you could literally wait a week to tell people you're pregnant and just let your sister make the announcement. There must be some protocol we don't know about. There must be. That's got to be it. Because also, I mean, Margaret says, we just want to do a small announcement followed by a big wedding. So, okay, if you're going to have a small, a small announcement... You could do it now, and then you can wait six months to get married. Because even as they said in the previous scene, she wants to have a, a wedding that's bigger than than Queen Elizabeth. She wants to have one that'll you know eclipse her. It, you, it you'll definitely need those six months to plan a wedding that's bigger than your sister's. <laughs> so I don't understand why Elizabeth can't just wait a week <laughs> to just let her sister announce her it, thing and then plan her wedding. It's not our not our place to know. Uh, apparently not. Or or you know. Peter, what's his name for this? The writer of the show is like, you know what? We need to have some drama. Maybe. <laughs> but she says, full steam ahead. You will marry Tony. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. But I'm going to have this baby. This announcement has to wait. And they're gonna, she's going to throw a party for her to show support. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, the- but at this party, uh, it's pretty hopping for a Queen Elizabeth party. Dude, at, w- at one point in this episode. There's a conga line where Queen Mama is at the head of it, and Tony's right behind her, hiking up her dress as he's like hopping her along. And it's like, dude, bro, that's your mother-in-law. What are you doing? Wow, you don't do that that's... unless Queen Mama's I mean, into he it. He might. He might. <laughs> I mean, he might. He's he a freak. Is. <laughs> he's a freak once in a week. And he's a freak man, yeah, yeah. Let him be a freak. The freak a leak. Okay. Um, so. Yeah, and you can see it too how everything is at odds here. There's there's modern music playing, and there's old people just kind of looking a little bit confused as to what's going on. 
as the younger folk mock the the elite, you know, and the way they're walking around and stuff. It's, mm-hmm. it's not a good fit. And somebody is not so thrilled about this this party and Tony as a man. And who is that? It's Philip. And I think one of the best Phil things, all you know, all things considered. Yeah, because he he's, I, I, he just cuts a promo. Gonna, yeah, because he's, he's like, you know, when I was young, they're the young critical of me of being like the, the you know, wild one and, and doing things that weren't approved of. Look at these people. They're just, you know, doing their own thing. And it's like but when he, he starts going in on the politics, he's like, my grandfather was the king. Yeah, I'm royalty where I'm from, and they put me through it. And 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 this dude's a photographer, like, and we're having this who party. Who are you? He's <laughs> like, if you actually think <laughs> that you can come at at, at Prince Philip, uh, uh, uh. yeah, I had to earn this. Yeah, so, and it's funny too. There's another because Prince Philip. I mean, uh, uh, Tony even makes the point that he's actually even the lowest tier in his family. You know, he, he says how he like when they had to ride a ship to go somewhere, his brother would be like second class or, or something or his brother would be first class second class and he was third class like he was bottom of the barrel and he, yeah he, he just doesn't know and he and he despises them as much he says these are hideous relics specters all of them well there's one person at the party that is uh not super excited to talk to <laughs> to tony uh yeah it's the woman from the free threesome uh, yeah Camilla Fry, she said... Uh, she, Apparently, it might have been a foursome at the time. Well, who was the fourth she, Who was the fourth the man? The baby. She, oh. she's, <laughs> she's pregnant. Yeah. And she says, I don't think it's my husband. I I think it's you. She and says, she, like, yeah, she's 99% sure it was him. So this makes me think that maybe they're going easy a little bit on, on, on Tony, but not showing it. But he had to have had a, a one-on-one encounter with her. Because how could she be ninety nine percent sure? Oh, I feel like this is some, sure kind, of, some when, kind of commune or something. Yeah, it's like okay, so if there's like a couple men in the bedroom at once, you didn't get me pregnant. That guy definitely got me pregnant. How would you know? Yeah, unless there, there, there was more going on. And uh, so I looked up this in real life. I don't know how she could be ninety nine percent sure back then, but the, it came out later in two thousand four. I think that the child claimed that you know he was the actual parent, and then it was eventually revealed. So this is like news after the fact. So um, Tony is revealed to be the actual father or no? Yeah, he, he is the actual father. So uh, it's, it's not clear to me if he knew at the time or if he found out much later. Well, I mean, there, it's it's pretty easy to understand how she would be 99% sure. Yeah. Her man, her man, her man ain't doing it, ain't, ain't there. I, apparently. He's too, mu- he's too into Tony. Tony literally my takeaway from this episode is he hooks up with everything that moves it seems to be his MO <laughs> yeah he's a he's an artistic man that doesn't let explain it away an artist I, I, I am so on Phil's side when he's just like I, I don't like these people and then even calling uh, Tony's mom a, a socialite climber and pathetic spot on Phil <laughs> spot on He's he's cutting that promo from the top of the ramp to all the people in the ring. Mm-hmm. I'm on I'm on Phil's. I, uh, as of this moment in the episode, I'm on Phil's side. And this is really where Elizabeth commissions a dean to find out something. She's she's like, you need to go dig up something on this guy. There's something off here. And who do we but, get uh, again? Uh, <laughs> who shows up again to help out? The the time the clocks three two one. <laughs> it's, LaSalle, baby. 
this guy has more free time to help and do actual work in his retirement than anyone I, I've ever known. <laughs> he gets called in every week to do work when he's on retirement. It's insane. He's not retired anymore. He can't be. He should be on a salary. They got to pay him well. To sh- Either he's getting a great pension mm-hmm. or they're throwing money at him. I mean, he does love I hope crown. it's coming out of a dean's salary because this is a dean's job. You'd think, yeah, he's not doing his job. You, you think Martin is sitting with his feet up on the desk, going, "No, oh, thank God, I didn't get sucked into that world." Oh right, yeah. Because they say a dean is the old guard, so he's the appropriate successor. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't even do his job because no, he just he's calling in the old guard. He just says, "Lasalle, come back." Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> but Lasalle, oh, but what is Lasalle, gets LaSalle the details. basically tells he tells the queen, "There's uh, he." He ain't on the straight Christian path. Yeah. He says that there's the three other intimate relationships, and he says the natural ones. Yeah. So there's Jackie Chan, uh, Gina Ward, another apparent actress, and Robin Banks. I couldn't find much on either of them. But uh, but as he goes on, there's reason to suspect he hooks up with men, which Elizabeth is like, I don't need to know this. I, I don't want to know. She, this. she she's like I don't I don't want to be a part of this. She I just want my my sister to get married, and I don't want to get put my nose in the situation. But wait, Elizabeth, the woman he's hooking up with, also there's a fourth one who's married. I don't want to know this. But wait, there's more. She may be pregnant. Why are you telling me this? I don't want to be <laughs> part the, of this. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I only wanted you to find out some dirt, not all of it. And they won't. Doesn't take much digging to find this stuff out. No, I'm curious to see how Lasalle got this information. Um, I would, but it's almost like a. That's a, a montage that we should. That's a deleted oh, scene. I'd love to see that. But it was almost like a, a clown pulling, like you know, or a magician pulling like more and more like balloons or, or um, things out of his pocket or whatever. It's like, and then there's this and this. Here's photos of the baby too. Why do you keep telling me? <laughs> um, and in the interim, um, Phil's playing tennis, uh, racquetball, racquetball, in a in With a his new boy in a grim box of a, of a stadium. <laughs> With with new Mike, yeah, with uh, some boring dude. This is where I didn't. This I was not a fan of of Prince Philip in this scene, because this is the scene where Queen Elizabeth is giving birth. I mean, it's it's routine. And and Phil is just like, well, you want to be there? You'd think, you'd think, and she probably was there. I mean, this is a show. That's true, but I just remember uh, some podcast after Breaking Bad came out when uh, they said to. To Brian Cranston said that one of the things that showed that one of his Breaking Bad moments as Walter White was that as Skyler is giving birth, he goes to get make a million dollars. He says, "What would you do to miss your the birth of your child?" And Walter White would go make a drug deal for a million dollars. Prince Philip would go play racquetball. <laughs> says, says a lot about him. Says a lot about him. Um, people, and people are excited. And, uh, we McMillan. We see that the Queen is all drugged up too. She's drugged up on on the stuff that uh, the stuff to to make put her at ease. Not not the stuff we know that um, Anthony Eden was using because he was a junkie. Uh, McMillan is uh, happy with the news. He, he's leading a prayer with a with a cabinet uh, on mm-hmm. the pregnancy. It really sped up. Like you know, I'm pregnant too. She's having a baby. Yeah, and they're using forceps and everything to get the baby out. Yeah, and I think it's it's an interesting uh, view of of how numbing the parent parental experience of a royal person is where the father is out socializing mm-hmm. and the queen is so doped up 
she like doesn't even know what's happened after it's happened. No. We never even see her hold the baby in this episode. No, there's some kind of like procedural aspect to it where it's like, okay, here's another baby. There's no sweetness or anything. It's very sterile, which is... Yeah. It's something unnerving, you know, (laughs) about the whole thing. Uh, Which I, I think kind of speaks to the royalty as a whole, how there's that perception that, you know, they're not as human as us in some ways, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or they can't experience things like us. I don't know. Now that that when I whenever whenever you hear that Queen Elizabeth does not like the show, moments like this I think must must have some must be too true mm-hmm. or just so off base that they must be infuriating. Absolutely, T- I totally get that. The little moments like this because they say they say so much more than fictionalized things, mm-hmm. you know. For sure. So Elizabeth is like, yeah, now you can uh, announce your engagement. Now the baby's born. Gee, thanks, Elizabeth. <laughs> and she's like, are you, are you sure, though? Is this something you really want? Yeah, because Margaret can tell she's holding something back. Uh, and she's like, lo- like, young love is like, you really want to get married after just like falling in love? You sure? Mm-hmm. And, and Margaret like talks down to Elizabeth. She's like, you know, you just disappear in the crown or, you know, you, you want to break away, but you're just disappearing. You know, you, you say yeah. you're in the limelight, but you're not. You're just, you know, you're falling behind it. And, it says Tony defines me, mm-hmm. and I'll which see is you a, in the Abbey. Which is real proof of a healthy relationship. <laughs> yeah, letting the other person define him, uh, define her. Uh, so yeah, I'll see you in the Abbey. They're going to get married. They're going to yeah. the chapel, and they're going to get married. Uh, we see a nice little montage of like LaSalle getting ready to go to this wedding. Mm-hmm. Prince Phil gets to walk. Margaret down the aisle. Was the Duke of Windsor there? Nah. No. Definitely no way. <laughs> Definitely. Stay out. No. Um, but we do get one more scene of Tony, you know, wanting his mother to be proud of him. Because, again, I, I think it goes back to this whole familiar thing of them not liking royalty and stuff and some more trauma there that we're not that hasn't been fully explored. Uh, yeah. She doesn't seem that proud of him, though. No. She's kind of indifferent. Yeah, but Prince Philip is like holding holding uh, Margaret's hand and stuff like that. He's he's very uh, affectionate for someone walking her down the aisle. I mean, we get a brief scene of that, you know, a couple of episodes ago where they were talking about the people visiting the yeah, house they, and stuff. I would like more of them yeah. because I feel like they're on the same page. Absolutely, and I think they're more compatible than her and Elizabeth. Potentially, they're, they're or him and Elizabeth. Yeah. So that is pretty much the episode. Yeah, we don't really get much of the wedding. No, it, we just it, see that Margaret is kind of happy with the the crowd and the scene and all that stuff. It's funny because theoretically, you could really cut out the past two episodes and put the, the fourth and seventh together and it'd be like you know two episodes together, telling one mm-hmm. story in a lot of ways. That's true, but we need to space it out. People like you know you don't want to give them all the Margaret in one sitting. No, but I mean it, it also needs to makes be you, two sittings. It makes you wonder like how much it, it, it's, it's it's almost like a, a tale of two sides where you get the Princess Margaret story first and then you get the Tony side after and it's like i really wish you told me about this tony stuff first because i I wouldn't have rooted for them to be it's like (laughs) it's like the duke just like the duke yeah they they wait to tell you but not a nazi sympathizer just a bisexual man in the 50s who who knocked up his best friend's wife (laughs) yeah so was this a good episode dave it was a good episode it wasn't my speed (laughs) okay I, i thought it was good it was exciting yeah, it was a good change of pace. I enjoyed it. Um, yet again, like a, a single narrative for an episode that 
I think it helps. It helps it to kind of keep it focused. Mm-hmm. And it justifies being a single sort of one trick episode because they pepper in the queen being pregnant and mm-hmm. all the, uh, you know, like LaSalle and the mother, like there's enough riffing on them, Margaret and Tony that it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Cause this is another hour long episode and it's like, you know, we got some B roll of them having sex. We can make this an hour episode if we just insert it. It's like, yeah, fine, and let it roll. You know, let them keep hooking up. <laughs> like, oh yeah, the people and their grandparents won't be too upset by this. We need to hit an hour, guys. We need to get to that clock in an hour. Netflix contractually obligated us to do this. And there you go. You got your another hour episode there. Yep. And that is well, the Crown, season two, episode seven. <laughs> let's get to these power rankings. Yeah. Uh, Who do you got going down? Well, number three, I got Jackie Chan. Uh, I think she's a little misrepresented in this episode, and she she's burnt. Um, she's just kind of kind of used. So that that's the last we get of uh, of old Jackie of, and of Jackie. They could they could have done Jackie better, <laughs> I think. I got, I got a Dean. Okay. Because this dude always got a tag in Tommy LaSalle. Yeah, just do your job. He's incompetent in a lot of ways. It seems like he. All he does is bring a positive pregnancy test in, and then he has to go get LaSalle to do the rest of his work for him. Mm -hmm. Should have been Martin. Sure. That's fine. Um, Well, number two, I got Princess Margaret. Uh, She doesn't know what she's marrying, and and, and Tony Armstrong, really. And she also Mm -hmm. got strong-armed by her sister again in terms of waiting to get married. She really just has no power. It's it's not wins for her, really. It's just kind of her having to settle in a lot of ways a lot of ways because even then i still struggle to get a strong sense that she loves tony aside from you know being attracted to him and, and she, the throws his lifestyle is alluring to her in some ways yeah i, I just don't fully buy it as much as she was into you know pete townsend Who's well the, number two n- number two i have a combination as a team it's jackie chan and and this pregnant woman and this guy the lovers because mm-hmm. you know Tony's going to have to behave himself when he's a royal. So one of them's pregnant, and the rest of them just got to say goodbye to a friend sure. in that regard. Okay. Well, number one, I got Camilla Fry. She's pregnant, and she's married to someone else. It's just not going her way. Yeah, <laughs> not good. Well, number one, I got Tony because he doesn't want this, he's compromising. Yeah, in a lot of ways. His, his, li- his lifestyle's going to change, and he doesn't want it to change. No. You almost wonder in some ways, why does he actually want this that much? Because, again, I still feel like we don't strongly see that pull between them. As much as, we, as much as we see that attraction, I don't see the elements there that make it marriage. You know? Mm-hmm. Fair. But who's going up, Dave? Who's, who's up? Number three, I got Peter Townsend. Okay, sure. One scene wonder. He's getting married to a 19-year-old. He doesn't even have to deal with, you know, he's not upset like Margaret is. He's just like, look, I want to do this. You cool? I'm moving on. So long, bye. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't even, doesn't even do that. He just writes a letter. Doesn't even care if she, yeah. uh, she uh, even writes back. Um, well, number three, I actually got Michael Dean. Uh, as much as he's bad at his job, he actually got his job done correctly this, this week. And you know what he did? You know how he got it done correctly? He called in Tommy LaSalle for something he could actually handle. <laughs> so... The gossip column. Yeah. So he, he actually got something done right for once. So there we go. Okay. All right. Well, at number two, I got I got 
Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip, they had a baby. Doesn't Queen Elizabeth, in, instead of uh, being that sister that like gives the bad news, like you can't marry this guy because he's a freak, mm-hmm. you know, maybe maybe she's not so thrilled about this announcement issue. Yeah, she says she says whatever. This is not for me to do. To do, she takes the high road. Mm-hmm. Prince Phil gets a good game of racquetball in, and they yeah. get a baby. All right. Well, number two, I got Tony Armstrong. Uh, okay. I mean, look, the facts are he you got a girl pregnant. He, yes, but he married into royalty that you will never be able to erase from history books. He he elevated himself above his entire family. He talks about how low he was in the family totem pole. Now he's going to rank above his father, as he was saying, because his his father held held some some uh, some rank. So kudos to him to one upping and even you know despite a you know not caring for royalty. You are one now, buddy. <laughs> Number two. And he got a face full wow. butt this episode, too. So there's that for him. <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah, and you had to have some fun. Yep. Well, number one, she doesn't know what she's getting into. She just wanted a big wedding, and she got a big wedding. It's Princess Margaret. <laughs> Which is a cautionary her sister, tale. Her sister does not give her the, any of the bad news that Mm-mm. she might need. It's a win for her. It's a cautionary tale of people as, out as there of now. who want to get married just to get married because there's a lot of people out there who just want that wedding. Just, just don't be a statistic. Just do it. <laughs> okay, just sure. Do it. Or do it. Do it. Whatever works. Yeah. Well, I, I, number one, I got Queen Elizabeth. She, again, lays the law down on her sister of when to get married. And then she also has a baby in her sleep. I mean, she didn't even have to go through the pain. Good for her. <laughs> yeah. There we have it. Pretty cut and dry. I, I think so. I think so. Uh, and so this was... That, that was that no. was the most scandalous episode that I've seen of a historical drama. Yeah. So it was 1959 to 1960. Uh, she, Queen Elizabeth was about 34 when she had uh, her third child. All right. Yeah. So, now let's see if she's a good parent to this one. We'll see. We'll see if we even see the children. We don't even see half of them so, or any of them, so... Half of them. We see their feet. Yeah. We do see them getting dressed for the wedding, though. Yeah, briefly. Um, so that's that's the episode. What what else, what, are, what else are we watching, Dave? But I think there's a big event coming up that we we should talk about before we we sign off. <laughs> oh yeah, are you, the follow up to the I versus an I match. Uh huh. Uh huh. It is SummerSlam weekend, folks. The second biggest weekend of the year for WWE. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, mean, I think you can make the argument Royal Rumble is a little bit better. I think it's still... More fun, perhaps, more, but SummerSlam oh, is more important. Yeah. Uh, and we're getting the Thunderdome. It's going to be taking place in a basketball stadium that they have modded out with virtual screens and drones and fireworks and pyrotechnics to make it unlike anything we've ever seen. Now, did you see the uh, the press release to the virtual fans? No. Can we actually participate? So they, uh, I don't think we can, but to the 1,000 virtual fans that are going to be projected or whatever, mm-hmm. you can't wear any logos unless they're wrestling shirts from WWE. That's fair. I mean, they're doing this already so, with the NBA, so they kind of have like a, a guideline to follow. It's kind of disappointing, though, knowing how WWE is usually an innovator in this kind of space, that they had to take cues from something else first to like be like, oh, this is how we should have done Mania way back in April. Well, I don't think they knew how long it would be. I think you know they, they said we set it up now by the. Then. <laughs> yeah, I mean their the competitors at EW have a uh, much prettier 
um, production setup. Well, we'll see versus the Thunderdome, but yeah, I'm sure a lot of people have tuned out by now. But yes, uh, the follow-up to the I versus I matches uh, Rey Mysterio's son Dominic trying to avenge his father uh, against Seth Rollins <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah, the man, the eye gouger is going to be, and Rey Mysterio came back. He did. I didn't see. He came back to whoop up Seth Rollins in a with the kendo stick. Well, that's a that's a sign that he's probably going to lose. Because <laughs> whenever the Dominic, good guy... you mean this this boy who's never wrestled before, yeah. who's going against one of the greatest current wrestlers going? Probably, yeah, probably going to lose. Every time the the good guy gets one over on the bad guy the week before a pay per view, they usually lose. That's true. Uh, but yeah, we'll see if the son can avenge the father. Is there anything else for us to look forward to, Dave? This weekend, um, and SummerSlam, Randy Orton. We have a, a yo. Randy Orton is a he low blowed seventy one year old Ric Flair last <laughs> yeah. week. This is I do like that we just end the show sort of talking about the wrestling highlights and then like what other shows we're watching. Yeah. Um, on Saturday you get to watch Pat McAfee, famous football punter, go against another one of the greatest wrestlers living right now. <laughs> Adam Cole, yeah. And the thing I'm most excited about is Oscar and two uh, title matches against Bailey and Sasha for either of the women's belts. Yeah, we're big Asuka fans here. We, did you, we gave did you away see her an Asuka doll. Uh, Bailey two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. That was very, very good, I thought. She's good. She's very, very good. I mean, no, Asuka's like second to AJ Styles, I think most entertaining in the ring. That's me. Fair. That's where I'm at. Well, and, and Sasha Banks has got to be up top five as far as entertaining is concerned. So Yeah. Yeah. Just two of the top top level. So, and then another one is fighting Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> That's true. So if people want to catch up on what we're talking about or even just engage us in any dialogue about wrestling, we're all ears. We're always willing to talk about it. Yeah, and we're going to try to set up our very own Thunderdome for the finale of uh, maybe maybe if we do a crown mixed match challenge, we'll do mm. a Thunderdome. So we'll have 1,000 of the Lord of Grand <laughs> fans. Yes. <laughs> Yes, and that, that that's it. <laughs> uh, watching on video screens uh, as we just yeah. debate this. Only wearing our merch that you can get at T Public or win uh, through uh, through our, our the five star review. review. <laughs> Someone please out there, anyone. Uh, otherwise, uh, Dave, is there anything else out there people should be watching? Uh, I watched. I finished the first season of The Umbrella Academy, okay. and I was like a little ant about it. Yeah, and I was. I wanted to put something on that was was positive Mm -hmm. because i feel like everything that we watched and i know we'll get to the the big new show that we both watched Mm -hmm. so i put on i put on queer eye and i've watched so much queer eye over the past like week yes (laughs) it's so freaking good had you watched it before no but uh, you know everyone said like oh it's just gonna make you feel good and it's like covid times are rough man and all these shows like umbrella academy ends with like genocide and it's like man i want to watch something positive <laughs> so i put that in, and it's like these sort of deserving people getting lifestyle makeovers it's real good i, I highly recommend I, it I, well i watched that show back in 2003 when i was first on as any high schooler straight dude would do uh so i just haven't really had the interest to, i watched one episode of the new series and i was like this is exactly the same format form of the show i watched 16 years ago so i was like cashed out but i understand that I was popular again and, and everything like it's a good formula it is. It works. Yeah. They're in Philly. Apparently what Netflix does for a show like that, they don't bring you to the very beginning. They bring you to the top of the current season. So I mm. watched like five episodes of the current season before realizing it was like brand new. Oh, wow. Or new, new-ish. So you got to go back. No, I got, I, got, I got plenty of time. Okay. 
Well, I I finished Sex and the City. I finally after my finally after starting it in April, my my slow burn through it, and uh, I can totally see why it's problematic. Why people don't like the show. Uh, that child actress who's uh, has a Twitter account that's popular, uh, Mara Wilson. She's had a, a tweet thread going on about her watching the show currently and how awful it is in a lot of ways still highly watchable and uh i don't know if i recommend it to everyone but if you got a lot of time to kill and you like to see things that are just a lot of good fashion in it there you go <laughs> do you watch the movies i've not watched the movies yet because they're not streaming you have to pay i'm like i'm not gonna pay <laughs> i like the show i thought it's actually funny how are they not streaming they were and then they weren't they go back on and off you know but it, it is a funny show like the dialogue is actually funny so Okay. There's that. And then we, we both watched Lovecraft Country on HBO. That was good. Great first episode to a show. If you're if you're a I would say like a true detective or a Fargo fan, right up there. Yeah. It, it's worthwhile. Yeah. Real good. Real yeah. spooky. Yeah, real spooky. Uh but otherwise, yeah, there's a lot of stuff out there to watch, people. But I'm glad Let it, us know what you're watching. Yeah, let, we're getting uh in in the Lords of Grantham Lounge. We're getting all these sort of like '80s movie recommendations. Well, Dave, I think we need to. Re- I think we were overdue to record an extra Patreon for some uh, listeners, so we're going to do that. We got people point. saying Roadhouse, Over the Top. I mean, those are two, no holds barred. Two of those three are, are very part of my my family uh, watching experience. So, and No Holds Barred is the the Hulk, the yeah. Hulkster. I did not watch that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, otherwise. You know where guys know where to find us. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, lordsgrantham at gmail.com, Twitter. We're all on Apple there. Podcasts, where the reviews, T Public, it's the pinned tweet on our Twitter page. Mm-hmm. Buy that merch. There's always sales going on. I'm not on top of T Public sales system, but they always have like half off shirts or buy one mask, get one free. Like, yeah. I should probably do a better job checking out what those sales are just so I can inform. Mm-hmm. But if you, you know, if you're on our Twitter, listen to this episode, check if there's a sale right now. Yeah. You might want a mask or a tote. Go for it. Go for it. Yeah. So that's it this week on the Lord's Grantham podcast. Yeah. Hopefully next week is a little, little calmer. <laughs> a little more tame, I think, is what yes, we're going for. Yes, precisely. Yeah. Something I can All watch right, well, with people looking through my window and watching too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's our end game. So yeah. until we meet again, we'll see y'all later.